0: Spotify's Attention Span, and Apple Pay. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter to keep you up on all the latest from Mac Voices. Watch or listen to Mac Voices straight from your email client. Sign up at macvoices.com slash newsletter and stay up to date. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is Mac Voices Live. In case you weren't sure, it's Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, a few minutes after. Uh, a few minutes after 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, that means it's a few minutes after whatever time it is, wherever you are. I'm not sure what that means, but it sounded consistent. Um, we're in uh, in the chat rooms and live on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. We would love to have you join us if you're within the sound of my voice. And if not, then set an alarm next week and re- remember to join us then because we do this every Tuesday night at exactly the same time. We have an interesting panel tonight. We have uh, a number of interesting topics. And it's it's a time of year where there's not a lot of specific Apple news, but there are a number of interesting things going on out there. So this is going to be sort of a potpourri night. Of course, that's what I thought last week, and we ended up only covering two topics. So we'll see what happens. So to take uh, to introduce everyone that's here, and we'll get going. I'm going uh, on my screen, as I always do. Um, first up, Mr. Jim Ray. Jim, it's good to have you, as always.
1: Yeah, I'm first.
0: You're first. First post. Okay. David Ginsberg is here sporting a new version
2: of the Mac Stock Hat. David, great to have you as well. Great to be here. Thanks for having me, and uh, yeah, happy Tuesday. And always look forward to this conversation.
0: Yes, and Mike Potter is in the chat room. Uh, I think he still is there. I believe so. And so, Mike, get in here. You you know how to get the information. Get in here with us. We always enjoy having you. Um, bring your hat. But bring your <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Getting out of a sick bed again, Mr. Warren Squar. Warren, go ahead. I hope. Hope that you're feeling better. Glad that you feel good enough to at least
3: join us. I am living La Vida COVID again. Uh ah, sorry. Yeah, no, it it loves me. I don't know. Uh I I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but it likes me for some reason. Um but yeah, it's it started and it's stopping now. So I think um I think tomorrow I've been off work since Monday. So um and I have a planned vacation next week with the family, so you know, if I could stretch this, this COVID thing out another two days, I'm getting like a 12 day, 13 day weekend. So that's where I'm gone.
0: <laughs> Warren, one of the tricks to that is to not announce it on Mac Voices Live.
3: <laughs> Do you think there's anybody from my company watching this, Mac? <laughs> i think we'll be safe well they should be <laughs> they, should, they should but be. they're all windows hiding apple. in plain sight no they're all windows admin you know the it i work pretty same it desk so that Dave. i'm sure works for nobody likes apple everybody like that's just, we talked about last week just they secretly like, like apple but they all like windows and they make fun of us so
0: yeah
3: or maybe they're secretly watching
0: you knows? you never know uh jeff gamut and i just finished recording an episode of um in our let's talk apple with Bart blue uh just a i guess about an hour and a half ago give or take and now jeff is here again he just can't get enough
1: it's true chuck i mean when it comes to you i just i i can't get enough i'm sure sorry for you jeff i I, i'm getting a double chuck fix today (laughs)
0: Which oh, yeah. which means oh, you yeah. won't have to look oh, at the rest of the
3: week. <laughs> Isn't double chuck when you throw up? I double chuck that. Uh-huh. No, no, no,
1: no. It's on the <laughs> secret menu at, uh, at In and Out Burger.
3: Or chucked up, maybe.
0: Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, last but absolutely not least, sporting a um, a, a background that Mark, I'll let, I'm not going to steal your thunder. I'll
4: let you uh, explain if as if anybody needs it. Oh, so. Um, you know Lieutenant Uhura famous Star Trek personality uh an actress named Nichelle uh, Nichols in real life uh passed away over the weekend or maybe Friday um sad event uh she had a number of uh, on-screen firsts uh I, th- I think one of them was being a first African American in a recurring role uh and then second uh you know was uh, you know first uh, interracial kiss with uh you know William Shatner uh and then many decades later, you know, Futurama, you know, sort of uh, memorialized her, you know. So uh she's had quite a career. Um people want to know more about it. Uh uh the Star Trek uh you know blog, you know, uh or you know by uh, John Champion and used to be hosted by Ken Ray. Uh they had an interview with her um oh four or five years ago or so. So um Sad events, you know, passing the guard. I think she was like uh, 89, just short of uh, her 90th birthday. So, um, let's pay her some tribute. Agreed. 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 She,
1: she is the reason why uh, the U.S. space program included astronauts that were not just white guys. She was out actively recruiting for the uh, uh, for the astronaut program. Cool.
0: Yeah. She, she, she did a lot of good in a lot of different ways. Um, and it's, it's a little, it's a little jarring to see how many of the original crew are gone. Um, you know, major, major actors and actresses and minor,
4: um, in that series. So time marches on, unfortunately. Well, George Sakai is quite active on Twitter and, uh, he, he is, is. Shatner is still around. So, uh, yeah. And, um, um Walter
0: Koenig, Koenig, oh, check off. Walter Koenig, excuse me is is out there as well so mm-hmm. yeah
4: yeah so mission log was name of the uh of the podcast so uh you know i'm sure a lot of the audience members here you know are aware of it or even uh, listening to it but uh certainly uh you know dial back into uh, their back catalog and uh you listen to the uh, interview with uh uh you yeah, know, Michelle Lieutenant Hora uh, Nichols. Yeah. Um, guys, as I introduced it,
0: I you know, if, if Apple news is a little bit slow, specifically Apple News, but there are a few things that jumped out at me, but there are also some non-Apple things that I I, I wanted to bring in. Um, and one, honestly, I, it, it happened or I came out right after last week's show and I forgot about it. And then Bart mentioned it on his show uh, when Jeff and I were on. And I thought, I, I just I got to bring it here and turn this this loose on this group. Um, I'm throwing it in the chat rooms now. But Spotify was manufacturing something called the I think the car thing um, that was a Spotify device for your car. And surprise, they've discontinued it. I think I remember it being announced. I don't know anybody that ever bought one. I don't know anybody that even really paid that much attention to it, and now they've discontinued it.
3: I, I almost bought one. It was
1: not expensive. Of course you did. Yeah, of course That's, you did. At, I was waiting for that. At Best Buy. <laughs> at Best Buy. <laughs> yeah,
3: at yeah. Best Buy. But I also have a Tesla that doesn't have CarPlay, and this was advertised as sort of the in-between. Um, but... It, as you read through it, it wasn't a good in-between. So it was actually supposed to be for cars that didn't have really car play or, or an integrated system like that. And it kind of hooked into your Bluetooth. And, and um, I had a, also an Alexa device that did pretty much the same thing. Um, they made, uh, Roar was one. They, you might know what that one too. But the, there's devices you put in a car to access an in-between between your phone and the Bluetooth system of your car. And that's what this did. It basically was passing through. And, you know, that's all it was. And it, it was a stupid idea because it didn't do much other than that. But I, if I didn't buy one, then obviously there's there's your gauge. So I think that yeah.
4: but, but Warren, there's probably a great closeout offers available.
3: Yeah. yeah I, I don't even know if they support the thing. I don't it's know. If they'll continue uh, to your support, who knows? Yeah. So, like, again, Amazon did it too. Amazon was coming out with their same version of basically Alexa through the car stereo and they had a Rove uh, unit that you could buy. And then they were also coming out with their Amazon auto, which you had to be on their list uh, to do. And you had to be a uh, uh, first come first serve and it kind of ended up doing okay. And now it's pretty cheap. It's like 25, 30 bucks, but basically all it is. It's,
1: it's 19 bucks. Now.
3: Is there, is it really? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, exactly. So it's like this, thing that again it's an intermittent piece between your phone and the car's bluetooth system that lets you do more with it.
0: you know it's it's not a surprise that this is gone i don't think but what speaking to a larger issue though it seems like spotify just keeps trying things and when they aren't instant hits they they drop them and
4: mm-hmm. you know it's so,
0: I, yeah but, but i don't know i mean Dave, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you, you know, is, is this, I don't, it feels like some of this stuff is not well thought out. It's like, Oh yeah, let's do this. This sounds like a good idea. And then when it turns out not to be uh, a hit, then we well, would we'll drop it and we'll just try this other thing and then we'll try something else.
2: No, it isn't well thought out. and, and Spotify trying to be the dominant player in the music, in the music streaming, you know, they, they, they are technically, they are. but, but uh you know, there's a lot of other better services out there besides us. You know, being kind of biased with Apple Music, but um, the same thing happened with podcasts and playing podcasting, and they they uh, you know Spotify got into that and they they got their exclusives, and then you know I talked about this uh, during my presentation at Max Macstock. It's it, it it's uh, it. It, you got you know, people like SiriusXM who buy, buy Pandora, who buy the Stitcher, and then they're trying to incorporate their podcasts and stuff, and seeing how they can get things going. You know, Stitcher is, is, is it doesn't even basically exist. It's basically like a podcast player, which is just kind of sad because it was you know they were doing music too. So I don't know what Spotify's side thinking is, and they continue to bleed money. So I mean, they have to do something to to bring the profit in, and uh, the, I just. Don't I just don't get it? You know, yeah, they've got the dominance in in, in subscribers, but I, I, you know, I don't see the quality of the content compared to
4: the other players.
1: Uh, The the content is uh, generally speaking pretty much the same across all of the services. So yeah, they have to find other ways to really differentiate themselves. Spotify already had a a much better way to differentiate themselves their playlist features are far superior to anything that apple offers mm-hmm. and uh, and th- i mean to me that's why you go to spotify it's because you want you want their playlist stuff uh um, not because you you want a piece of hardware that is so poorly thought out that uh, Warren looks at it and says, "Yeah, I'm not going to buy this." <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. that right there. That, I mean, that's a serious litmus test. And I, I'm going. I'm going to use the Warren scale from this point forward. Yeah. When I when I look at uh, at hardware products, hey, and uh, and and I'm guessing uh, on the Warren scale, the Microsoft Kin is uh, is a qualified <laughs> failure. The, what did you it, buy the, one, Warren?
3: Or the Zoom? Uh, I did not buy a Zoom. I, I worked on a few of them and I did not do that. And the Ken they, they was that phone that was at that, like, yeah. kind of the phone, phone that
1: was out for about a week.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I remember that one too. No, those did not end up in the drawer. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's a good limit test on that one too. So, uh,
1: But yeah, I mean, Spotify, they, they have a, a solid product that uh, that has a feature that is superior to anything that Apple's doing in the music space and my feeling is they should be really promoting that more as opposed to experimenting with uh with uh creating you know, hardware interface for your car when you already have a phone with the interface on it
0: it it feels like and and i i jeff you started out by saying you know the 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 content is pretty much across the board um the playlist okay that's that's one way to differentiate things um apple has tried it is trying it continues to try it i guess with apple one uh mm-hmm. as as right. as far as having a, something that's differentiating it um in the term in in what's the best way to say it i guess like a radio station where you know you have the live DJs and you know allegedly they're the tastemakers, um, as if a DJ isn't being paid told what to play at this stage of the game. You know, I seriously, I'd be shocked if there's any DJ out there anywhere that's not being given a specific playlist and said, "Here, play this
1: or else." Well, I, I think most of the DJs they they aren't even uh, uh, handling the playing; they're that's just recording saying. the uh, the interstitials. Yeah, yeah. Gotta be like yeah, and, some
3: kind of analytics playing the music at this point. I don't even think a DJ's making the choice. I well, that's it, that there's Some yeah. kind of counter and but you know, I, there's no DJ at the Spotify or Apple music stations unless it's the specific ones that have a guest DJ like the Apple the beats uh heads out and John and things like that. But I don't think if you tune into a Spotify station, I don't think there's an actual human that's you know sitting behind that stream, to be honest with you. Um yeah. and you know I think with Spotify that different it, it is the uh the free tier. And again, there's no Apple free tier uh mm-hmm. as yeah. So, you know, <laughs> you know, if they threw this thing to a bunch of like, you know, kids who have Spotify free for like 10 bucks, and, you know, when you went, you know, bought a happy meal and they included it, you know, and put it in your car and it'll play music. You might have done it all right, you know, because basically a lot of kids, you know, probably wouldn't care. But to go out and buy whatever it was, 80 bucks for it, it didn't make sense. Yeah, but, but I, I'm not, I'm, I'm
0: getting away from the device itself, but just looking at, you know, how Spotify is trying to differentiate itself. I mean, they just, they, well, just, they spent an, a ridiculous amount of money on Joe Rogan. Um, then if am I get, do I have this right? Then they signed up the Obamas. Then they signed up. Uh, was it Prince Harry? And yeah, was no, I Martin? think it was Netflix.
4: Was it Netflix? Yeah, well, Netflix, yeah but... signed both, uh, uh, Netflix signed up both. Uh, Netflix signed up Prince Harry, oh, and okay. also the Obamas. And the Obama thing with Netflix expired, and then they went to Spotify.
0: Oh, they did go to Spotify. Okay, all right, then I'm wrong. Um, but it just it I just had this it it just has this feel of you know there's nobody steering the ship. And or sticking with anything to try to make it actually happen. So, is anybody does anybody subscribe here to Spotify? No, (laughs) no. Okay, nobody here. Anybody in the chat room? I'll I'll ask you all um,
1: if there's anybody. I I do know people. I have friends that have Spotify subscriptions, and (laughs) I'll tell you, every single one of them has a Spotify subscription instead of Apple Music because of the playlist features. And are they paid tier or free tier, Jeff? Paid. Okay.
4: Jeff, when you
0: say um, playlist features, I mean, n- not to be smart about it, how many features can a playlist have? It's a playlist.
1: Okay, so that's actually a really good question. Having a playlist that, that you create yourself, I mean, that's something that, that all of the, the players do. Now, uh, playlists that intelligently learn uh, based on what's in the playlist, what you may like, and then can add to that playlist for you. That's a Spotify thing. The uh, the group playlists where you and your friends can all very easily uh, add to uh, a single playlist. That that's another Spotify thing. So if you want more than just I'm going to make my own little playlist here, then uh, then you go to Spotify.
2: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest. I, I looked at I'm, I've been looking closer to the Apple playlist lately. I was you know I was listening for the, the other night. I was setting up an, an, a new Apple TV down in my down in my uh, uh, family room, and um, I st- stumbled upon you know the playlists that you can get on the Apple TV listening to music. I was like, oh, this is great, and uh, it was uh, pleasantly surprised that the, the, the curation I think has gotten better on Apple Music. I'm not saying it's great, but. Um, I think the the curated playlists that they have on the different types of genres, I thought, uh, were well executed.
1: Yeah, uh, I agree. And for those curated playlists, it it is actually people that are deciding what go into those playlists.
0: Jeff Webb in the chat room um, has said that uh, he subscribes to Spotify. And when I ask him why, he says he gets to listen to it in his Tesla. So. There you go. That's a good reason. Apple
1: Music is a That's a good reason right there.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, it, yeah. It ties into that and a couple other tune in and a few others. But I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what, if I just, you know, I don't know what it's connected to, but if I hit a button on my Tesla and say, play this song, it does a hell of a lot better job than Apple Music ever does playing the song they ask it to play.
0: So, well, gosh. and something that's faded from our, our minds is is Pandora. Pandora. Pandora is still out there. And I still think German. that it's very european if if i give if i give pandora if i feed it one or two songs it still gives me a superior playlist to anything else that i've come across and and a playlist of things that i may never have heard of probably would never have heard of if it hadn't put them in front of me but then i end up liking them so
3: I mean, that's what they're trying to do. Discoverability.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It's all yeah. fun and games until your partner <clears> says, well, "What the hell is playing? Turn this off, and why are we listening to this?" And then you have to find something else. Otherwise, yeah. you know, it's uh, you can listen- work through
1: that with your therapist.
3: Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> no, my my therapist says, "Listen to your wife and change this freaking station to something she wants to hear."
1: Th- there, there you go. <laughs> See, work through it with the therapist.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: Brian just asked Webb in the chat room, if Apple Music was available, <coughs> pardon me, was available in an Apple in your Tesla, would you subscribe to Spotify? And he said, um, probably not, since I am also an Apple One subscriber. <laughs> so, okay. It's,
3: it's available fair. on the Tesla through your phone like anything else. I mean, yeah, it's,
0: yeah. So, yeah.
3: fair, fair point, sure. Web. Um, next up, this
0: this one is an Apple story, um, although it's as usual, it's an Apple bashing story, and I'm throwing it into the chat rooms right now. Um, this is by Philip Elmer DeWitt. Um, and it's a complaint that Apple Pay charges credit card companies monopoly rents. And the uh, the insert here says card issuers pay reported $1 billion annually in fees on Apple Pay and $0 for accessing Functionally identical Android wallets. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I, I was waiting for you to jump in with something more than a yawn.
4: Um, yeah, I, I think I, I know the story. It was filed by a, a small credit union. Actually, I didn't really dig much to do due diligence on the credit union, but they were complaining about having to pay fees to Apple. Yeah, the reality is in the article they point out that, uh, or maybe an article linked from that article, that it's like point half a penny for a transaction for a credit card, point one five pennies for a debit card transaction, and I think debit card transactions are just higher all across the board. So, um, it's me. It's sort of you know, okay, well you know apple apple built the system they have infrastructure that provides it right you know all of these generation of unique uh, you know card ids and session ids and things that uh, make us uh, you know confident and wanting to use you know apple pay uh, has costs associated with it and i'm willing to pay half a penny a transaction you know for the benefit of that versus you know having a uh, my credit card shut down because, uh, I d- dipped it into a gas, uh, you know, gas pump that had a, a, you know, card scammer in it. And, you know, this happened to me a couple of years ago. So, um, you know, I think that, uh, to me, it's just, uh, a credit union that's looking for a publicity stunt in order to yeah. group the members or whatever, you know, however they would benefit by becoming a better known name. Um, but I just don't think that uh, you know they really have much of a ground to stand on, and mm-hmm. the fact that Google Pay and Samsung Pay you can't do it well—that just I think is an indication that you know their customers are not attractive to the financial uh, infra- institutions and infrastructure who's willing to pay you know half a penny per transaction. And oh, by the way, when you think about Visa or Mastercard, you know Visa basically. Visa, every card says Visa on it, but the debt is underwritten by a bank. All Visa does is a combination of branding, and ultimately, the service it delivers is transactions over its network. So it has no credit risk. You know, it's just it just provides you know a, you know a virtual uh, you know credit highway under which uh, money moves around, and you know they take uh, you know a transaction you know fee for each of it and you know, that's what uh, is uh, happening uh, with, uh, with Apple pay. And uh, if some companies don't uh, like it, well, just, you know, just uh, don't play and stand on the sidelines as initially a lot of uh, Walmart and other retailers did until they had to capitulate because uh, Apple pay is uh, attractive to lots of people who spend a lot of money. So, um, you know, I think at the very end of the article, you know, I think it was, uh, you, know, uh, you know, you know, Philip Elmer DeWitt, you know, put in a comment, I think he says, my take, I want to want to compete against Apple in fintech. And <laughs> that's kind of where I think it is. You know, they're they're a big monster. They offer a very valuable service that's widely accepted. And, you know, some people want it for free. Well, you know, we live in a capitalist world, so that's, that's that,
2: not that's that's that free. I, I have to kind of wonder with the business model of credit unions these days. It was they were very they, they were very popular, you know, a long time a while back. And then I have a credit union account, but I don't use it because I like the bigger banks that I'm that I have accounts with because they're attractive in their services, you know, they're 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 behind in technology. That's the thing. A lot of these credit unions you go to their site, you, you log into their app. I mean, my gosh, it's, it's I feel like it's from the early 2000s. It's just so so behind on the technology. And then the fact of the matter that Apple Pay just makes things so much easier, you know, with it being on your watch or your iPhone or just going up to a terminal or, or doing it online, it, it, it just makes it so much easier, making it worth the value of what they charge. I mean, I, I don't think that's an unfair fee that they're charging, and I agree with you, Mark, it's, it, it's that, but, you know, I kind of have to question the business model of credit unions these days. Some are, are, probably, are, are probably very popular and some are not.
3: So, weren't they? I mean, historically, weren't they member owned and or? Yeah, similar? they were member owned, and then you know they were and they, so were they I mean, the, There was a whole "It's a Wonderful Life" scare, yeah. right? Basically, it's a pretty union scam with the run on the banks. So they decided instead of like you know having people lend to us, we're just all going to contribute as members, and that's when And then they would,
2: would be, link to companies, you know. Some they companies. would link to companies,
3: and and yeah. I, I used to work for the state of New Jersey, and yeah. that was a. Kirk, right, so you know, this was in the early uh, in the almost two thousands, even before nineteen nineties. But you know, at that point, work you know, working for a place that got you into a credit union was a thing. Like right. if you got to a credit, because I think at the point at that point they had better rates for stuff, they had better mortgages, better loans. uh You know, cheaper accounts. I think you could open up savings accounts for free, where other banks were charging crazy amounts. But which which
2: has since changed, yeah, because a lot of banks out there they're not charging. Yeah, but
0: maybe I took the wrong message out of this. But the the first thing that jumped out to me, especially the part I just read, was that okay, Apple Apple's charging, the others aren't, the Android wallets aren't. You better, at least in my opinion, you better believe if they could charge and make any money out of it, they would. They are not charging because they are trying to get Apple, uh, excuse me, to get the Android wallets and all the other options to have more traction against Apple Pay. And, you know, so the, the credit unions or anyone else is not really willing to support, support it because Apple Pay is so dominant.
3: What, what, what about opening up Apple Pay to Android users? Which would solve all this, right? Because the only reason they're really competing, if, if, if Apple Pay becomes the dominant method of electronic payments, which is what they're fighting, right? This is based. The story is kind of saying that that you know others are trying to compete, but they can't compete. sample yeah, it's basically we accept Apple Pay, big on sign and in little letters. Also, you know, Samsung Pay, whatever. It's not dominant, so is that going to be a problem? So if they become the dominant and others go away. Does Apple allow non Apple devices to use Apple Pay?
4: Well, that's you know, a f- fascinating question, Warren. To me, it's a lot analogous to putting you know iTunes on Windows, and um, we'll have to see. I'm waiting for you know, some uh, of the reputable market research companies to come out and talk about you know how much how much switching is going on from Android users into uh, iPhone users because. It was a topic of uh, pride at uh, last week's uh, earnings call. And I would think at some point, you know, I've got to believe that Apple has prototypes of that working yeah. in uh, super secret labs that they haven't shown us on uh, their videos, you know, at uh, their launch events yet. And, and I'm just being humorous, but I've got to believe that they actually do have prototypes up and running. And it's probably just a question of time because To the extent that they want to drive their services revenue forward, yes, if they could offer those values and they have the proven ability that they can monetize and take a transaction out of it, I think it would make sense to put it onto Android devices. And as you were asking the question, Warren, I was thinking, what's the logical point for them to do it is maybe are they, when they're two thirds of the smartphone market or 70%, but I think something when they you know have a, a bigger share now. So instead of sort of being a teeter totter, it's a little bit clear. You have, you know, you have a strong Apple and they have the minority and then it's just another tool to educate, you know, all the other people and ultimately maybe bring them into the Apple ecosystem, or if not, you know, give them a benefit, you know, or, You know, to quote, uh, misalign that famous uh, Steve Jobs quote. You know, let's give a glass of ice water to a guy in hell. You know, it's just like you know his analogy to, uh, you know, you know, uh, know, Mac OS to uh, to Apple. Uh, Sorry to uh, Windows.
3: That makes total sense. I mean, the you know, Samsung and and Google will not be happy if Apple opens up Apple Pay to the Android users, but Android users probably would be happy with it. I, I I would imagine that a lot of samsung users would be more than happy to use their samsung phone for apple pay if they could i don't see any reason they wouldn't
1: i don't yeah, think but, it's going to happen yeah
3: i don't i don't either
0: jeff i'll let you say why i think you're reading my mind
1: um yeah. i um Security. of course yeah. apple would like to have more people in their ecosystem uh but from their perspective giving people an apple exclusive perk feature like wallet on their android phone i just don't see that happening i mean if that if that was the tactic apple was going to take then i think we would already have iMessage on android and that's never going to happen
3: any money-making service is not is cross platform most of their money-making services go to android apple music you could watch uh, i think uh, um, there's other services on android phone that if you pay for it and if it's a service They'll let you do it. I'm, I message and Apple Pay. Yeah, Apple Pay is a service, so Apple Pay would, you know, be something that they would have an interest to to do that. It's not like they're giving them iMessage for free, you know, because iMessage we like you. We're giving you Apple Pay because hey, we're per the story we're getting some money every time somebody clicks that little clicky
1: thing. I, I totally appreciate what you're saying, and yet I think this is one place where Apple won't do that. I, I think they'll hold the wallet uh, feature close to their chest um, to uh, to make it yet another thing to draw people into the Apple ecosystem.
0: Jeff, I'm I'm surprised at you because um, you weren't reading my mind. Oh, um, okay. N- nobody has brought up the aspect of the privacy of Apple transactions compared
3: yeah. to Android. Security, I did bring it up. So the security, and- not the privacy, but security, mostly right. Well, um, the chip, both. The, the, well, right. Isn't the Apple Pay completely encrypted, securely trip with the new? Yeah,
1: it, it uses so, secure enclave. You're right. So, yeah. right, it's
3: a secure enclave. So, then, you know, for them to open it up, that's going to be the hurdle, right? So, they're not right. going to be able to put it on, you know, it's going to be only available on certain Android, uh, Google devices, I think. Or well, Android if,
0: devices, if, if it if was he, available. Yeah, if, if, I'm not even sure that's possible, but if, If they do, then it it would make a certain amount of sense, um, except for Jeff's argument. But there's also the little integration of um, Apple Pay and your iPhone with your Apple Watch so that you really don't even have to use your phone. You can use the watch. So there are a number of different factors here that I I think make it, having it be an Apple exclusive, make it a very definite value add, and especially the privacy aspect of it or security
4: aspect. Yeah, so I, I could I could argue uh, uh, counterpoints against some of that. So net result is we don't know. We're just we're, we're speculating, you know, because Apple Apple could be, oh, well, if you want to add it into you know, the watch, you need to have an iPhone, you know, so they could just uh, offer a subset of services out there. So I don't know. We'll have to see. I think I agree with Warren is you know, there's a difference between services, you know, like music that you're paying for that's now becoming available on other devices, Versus things like uh you know Apple pay, where you're paying for it on a per transaction basis um that might or might not uh want to be you know kept entirely to Apple so again, it depends how competition emerges, which is why I think you know that if it's once it's clear that Apple you know has crunched the competition, you know that's when they might roll it out and throw a glass of ice water to those poor suffering guys. Next time on Mac Voices,
0: this panel continues their discussion of Apple Pay and the credit card industry in general. Then the heat really gets turned up when we start talking about the Secret Service claiming that iMessage caused them to lose critical text messages. That's next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media